Coming to you from the weirdest city in the world, Austin, Texas. This is the Sports Buzz. With your host, Spencer Spillman. God damn it, man. I swear you guys whip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. And his co-host, Zach Chandonet. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup! And of course, the extremely unqualified producer, Ballot. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know I'm doing it really, really well. Time to sit back, crack open a cold one, and enjoy the ride. Here's your host, Spencer Spillman. What is up, everybody? We are back for another episode of the Sports Buzz. As always. I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. My co-host, Zach Chananay, wearing a lot of Patriots gear today. Yeah, a little light on voice, too. So a little light on voice. A little light on voice. Um, oh, man, I had a good one. Uh, oh, our, uh, our shorter, better-looking Teddy Bruski over there. <laughs> Producer, Zach Ballad. Howdy, fellas. Pressing buttons. Good making first. us laugh. Good first. And uh, we do have a special guest in the house. What's up, Joey? What's up, guys? So, we're going to have a good time tonight, talk some college football. This is our college segment. As always, the Sports Buzz is sponsored by Strangeland Brewery. There you go. A beer for any occasion. Beer for any occasion. Sorry, guys. Joey's a little new. He doesn't quite understand the... uh... But I'll drink beer. (laughs) How'd that that first crack feel, Joey? It actually felt on cue, on point. Fantastic. You never forget the first one. Yeah, so that's that's true. You just forget the last. <laughs> just everyone. Not necessarily. Um, <laughs> uh, Strangeland Brewery, as always, our, our sponsor. Um, we've been talking about it. There's an event coming up, not this Saturday, but next, um, on February the 18th. Their two-year anniversary out at the brewery. It's uh, 20 bucks to get a ticket. Unless you're a high roller and you listen to the show, um, you can buy yourself a thousand dollar ticket. What does that golden ticket uh, entail? Isn't it like free beer for a free lifetime? beer for life at the brewery? They're gonna give you four more tickets to invite your friends. God, they'll probably put a picture on your wall. They should on their wall. They should. It mean a whole lot to us if you. If, if one of our listeners does buy that, I mean, please let us know so we can, you know, make a little bit of money off this this uh, sponsorship deal, but. The uh, the event's going to be out at the brewery, like we said, out there on uh, Highway 360 and BK's Road exit, uh, right there behind Hat Creek Burger. There's going to be some uh, some Strange Land Brew swag, a little uh, limited release glassware, uh, a couple of free beers with the ticket. Uh, got some chef catered barbecue that is infused with beer, which is going to be delicious. Uh, slice of beer cake. Got a live DJ out there. Mm-hmm. And um, some beer poking, which uh, which should be really fun. I can't wait to try that out. Um, we'll go check it out, buy some tickets. They're down to what? What do you say? Sixty six tickets left. Sixty six. Not that much left. Yeah, they're running low. So get get out there, get your tickets. 
Um, there is only one golden ticket left. If I know you guys are looking forward to that golden ticket. Um, they are on Twitter at Strangeland Brew. Uh, we're on Twitter at SportsBuzzTX. I'm on Twitter, although I rarely use it, uh, at Spencer underscore Spillman. That's Spillman with one L. You'll probably still mess it up and never find me, so that's fine. Um, Zach, you're on Twitter at FrenchBean89. Yes, sir. And our producer, Ballad, at ZBallad. And Joey, you you on the Twitter machine? Nope. Good for you. Good for you. It's a downfall of society. Today is uh, Tuesday, February the 7th. As always, in the heart of Austin, Texas, the weirdest city in the world. Ballad, thanks for hosting us. You know, it's a, it's a pleasure to host the podcast. Um, check us out. Check our show out on SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search Sports Buzz. We are the beautiful logo of that nice glass of beer. Um, this is our college portion of the show, and let's get it going, guys. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk some college basketball. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of good college basketball coming out of the state of Texas. Oh, there has not been for a little while now. The University of Texas is is very very bad. Um, they do play tonight, but uh, Iowa State. Man, they are. They played TCU, what, is the second time that they've played TCU this season, and once again, they could not handle the Horn Frogs. They, uh, they, let me see if I can get a score here. I think they lost by 78, 14, 15, 15, yep. yeah. Couldn't even cover. Yeah, they're not very good. Um, and it was worse than their home loss to the Horn Frogs, from which they only lost by a bucket, so... It's tough sledding for Texas right now, man. Well, they just can't score enough to keep up with teams. They actually looked good early in the second half. From the little bit I watched, they were they were keeping it close. It was a one-point game. They took a lead and, and just back and forth. It was a good game for, uh, you know, all of ten minutes. The game was close. They battled back from a, a late deficit in the first half. And then they just fell apart at the end, which has kind of been the M.O. all season long. They, they don't know how to finish a game. They don't have anybody who can take over. I mean, Jared Allen's almost a double-double machine every game. He finished with 22-9 and nine rebounds. Um, but there's really nobody else other than Anthony Robinson that can um, – sorry, uh, Andrew, Andrew, Jones. Andrew Jones. Yeah, yeah. that one. Um, he's the only guy who has any sort of ability from – outside or shooting the ball at all. Yeah, and I, I think you said it, man. You know, they, they've struggled to shoot the ball. Their offense has looked pretty bad uh, almost all year. But their defense has been solid. They're top 20 defense in the country. And That's been shocking it, them out. It, it's good. It keeps them in a lot of games, and it's good to actually have these close games and know what it feels like not to be able to close out. But I think it just speaks volumes for the lack of experience, the lack of a point guard, the lack of a real cohesive offensive system that has really been the cause of Texas' problems this year. Yeah. They're just not able to close out games with the ball in their hands. And they they don't get enough out of each possession. I sent you guys a, a link to an article on the real issue from Texas, and the real issue is they don't they don't shoot the ball enough on each possession, they don't get enough shots out of out of a possession, and they give up too many shots out of a out of an opponent's possession. Yeah, they're a good defense, but to score, you have to shoot the ball. You sure. can't you can't turn the ball over, and they do it too much. They're they're a young team, I get that, but at some point, man, like 
something's got to change. I know there's only eight guys that play a game, but there's no help from the bench. When Kendall Yancey's your highest bench scorer with four points and the other two guys don't even touch the stat sheet, it's, it's ridiculous. And, um, I mean, TC is a good team. I understand that. Not not great, but the Big 12's not great this year. And you saw that with, with Baylor going down, with Kansas going down, with West Virginia going down this week. Big 12 is bad this year. And Texas is, I'll go out and say it, they're the worst team in the Big 12. They're the worst college basketball team in the Big 12. Um, if you can find a team that they can beat every single time they play them, I will, uh, I'll bow down because I don't see it. Uh, with that being said, last week we went ahead and picked the Iowa State-Texas game. Right now we're about 25 minutes away from tip-off. Uh, both you gentlemen have Texas picked. I picked Iowa State. Can I change my pick? I was going to say, we have the game hasn't started. I'll let you change your pick if you want to. That game's in Austin, right? It is in Austin. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Iowa State. I don't I don't think the home crowd's gonna show up after a loss like this. You get beat by a very mediocre TCU team compared to the rest of the country. Uh, yeah, they're in the middle of the pack in the Big Twelve, but no, I don't think Iowa State has a chance. What do you think, Zach? Are you gonna stick with your guns or? I'm gonna stick with the horns on this one. Wow. Um, Texas has been a lot better at home in the drum, and, and they've played particularly well. Again, their defense is a decent defense, and I think if, you know, when they get those glimmers of good offense and the system starts to work and they actually are shooting the ball well, they do perform. And, you know, they just a couple weeks ago, we watched them hang with a tough, tough Kansas team. And they hung with West Virginia, too. On the road, that's a big deal. Um, I Still I tend to, their best player. I tend to think that they're going to hang around in this game like they have been all year. Um, I just hope that the crowd does show up because I feel like everybody's more at a realistic expectation of where Texas is at at this point. Um, and I think just being at home, it bodes well. These guys have just kind of seemed to brush everything off and taken things in stride. I'm going to stick with the Longhorns. I, I hope they I do show win up. at home. I hope they do show up. I hope they prove me wrong. But uh, I'm switching my pick to Iowa State. <clears throat> I just can't, I can't stick with that. Are you sticking with Iowa State? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I don't blame you. Um, let's. Uh, you want to get into a little bit of? You good with that? Or you want to go over and recap some of the other games we talked about last week? Yeah, well, let's, let's get into it. Well, real quickly, just to reemphasize. Yeah, how do we do? That's I don't even want. Well, we just need to reemphasize to our listeners that our <laughs> advice should not be taken that seriously. If, if you're if you're looking for us for picks. This is not the place to go. No, it's not. This See. this is not where you put your money. See, this is this is exactly what I was trying to avoid. Where you I was trying to skip it. Just get into it, yeah. I was trying to skip it. I can see why you would want to get away from it, Zach, after the embarrassing <laughs> week you had. You at the fourteen games we picked, you got five of them right. You pulled a me last week. Good old five and nine. That's well done. Spencer, you're a shade over fifty percent. You got eight of them. Hey. And uh, I did okay. I got ten. We'll see what happens tonight with uh, with Iowa uh, in Texas. Iowa State in Texas, but um, yeah, we're gonna pick some games later. Ten out of fourteen see, ain't bad, man. How's Ballard? Or, I mean, he seems to have the he won the the bowl pickup. Talks to Uncle Mac a lot. Yeah. I'm a pick him guy against and the spread. We'll see. Pick him guy. It's all me. weren't you in weren't you in Vegas or are we gonna talk about that a little later? Yeah, let's let's talk about that in the pro Save show. Save the Vegas. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, there you but, go. There's a tease for you right there. The There's a tease. Couple days. So you do have to stick around for the pro show coming up on uh, on Friday. Um, but yeah, so let's you want to you want to give us some topics? Uh, ask us if we're good with that. Let's get into you good with that. This is uh, a segment we've been doing for a few weeks now. 
Seems to be working out pretty well. Our first you good with that. Uh, Rick Patino suspended two players. Uh, their names I'm not going to try to pronounce. Um, but they he suspended two. Man- Mangok, Mathing, Mathiang, and Dang Adele. Yeah. Those, Both that. Those guys uh, got suspended for the Georgia game last Monday because they missed curfew. They ended up losing the game 71-55. to they, they, they got suspended for the Virginia game. Virginia's top top 15 team. Yeah. You know, big, big ACC game. Um, I got to ask you guys, Spencer, are you good with that? Yeah. Uh, it's about freaking time that Patino did something with that organization because clearly he's lost all control for a long time. Um, I do think... I am good with it, yes. I am good with it, to answer your question. Uh, it's about time he, he took control and, and held his players accountable. It's about time he holds himself and the rest of the uh, the university accountable for all the stuff that's gone on. So, yeah, it's I'm good with it because Louisville has only lost five games now after this one uh, all season long, and four of those have come in the ACC, which obviously you lose conference games. You, you're going to struggle to win the conference. But I think it shows a lot from Patino and Louisville as a whole that maybe something is changing, and I'd like to see something of this sort come from the University of Baylor, which I guess you could say kind of did with the firing of the coach who was out there selling prostitutes. Mm-hmm. Um, Fine. But, yeah, I think I think it's a, it's a good deal for Louisville, and um, I, I'm, I'm definitely good with Patino. Zach, what about you? Are you good with this? You know what? I'm not good with this. <laughs> Patino, it's one thing to say he's lost control, but Patino, I think, has had a pretty solid, consistent program over the years, and he's kind of developed himself into one of those names that you bring up when you talk about college basketball. It's one of the best coaches In the ever. upper echelon of it. And, uh, you know, like you said, they've, they've lost four, four of their five losses have come in conference play. Yeah. You, you really need to get an edge up in a conference that's just real top-heavy at this point. Oh, yeah. You need key wins. And sure. uh, to go ahead and strip your captain of his captaincy and then give go ahead and suspend him. I get team rules or team rules, but, I mean, give me a break. There's so much worse stuff going on Texas in this world. Sus- Texas Whoop. suspended their best player for team rules. So, Joe, what you got? I want to know. I want to know a little bit more. How late were they out? Mm. I want to know what time they got back. What were they were doing? Something. I don't I mean, think they, they missed. They came back. Like five they came minutes. back drinking a little bit. If they came back, you know, at four or five a.m. when they were walking out. <laughs> I mean, there's there's more variables we don't know about that that I really want to. I want to know more about before I, I really make a good decision. But I think I'm good with them being suspended. That's not yeah. Spencer. Yeah. Because we can't. We gotta imagine. Gotta be accountable. Works. Like we have to imagine for them. For them to be suspended, they had to do something terrible. Worse than just coming on. They didn't show up two minutes late. I mean, it wasn't like they just just strolled in two minutes late. Like, oh, shoot. Sorry, Coach, there was a long line at Whataburger. My bad. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Just I don't know if they're privileged enough in. Uh, they don't. They don't. don't. They were at Whataburger. They don't have. (laughs) I get what you're saying. I was trying to relate to our uh, to our Texas listeners. Probably not a whole lot of people in, in the state of Kentucky listening to us. Um, I, over under what is the Louisville uh, curfew? Like I said, at like what eleven thirty? I would think eleven. That's a late curfew. Too. I would think eleven. Yeah, eleven at the latest. What time? Was, what time was the game? The These guys game? are adults. You call it, it was a late morning. Curfew? It, was a, it was an early game. It was like a noon game. Curfew. It was like a noon game. I think it's like school regulation though to check in. I mean, 
be in in the dorm or the they hotel room. Probably gotta room. scan into their rooms and stuff. But I mean, in all honesty, I mean. Well, hold on a second. I do want to. Uh, I think it's a huge miss to be sincere. We're, we're talking about college. This is our college show, and I I completely skipped over our weekly recap. I, Zach, you you want to give a little shout out, huh? Oh, we can move all that. That's fine. Okay, we'll talk about the end. Yeah. Give a little shout out yeah, to, yeah, your, yeah. to your boys. All yeah. right. Um, you got any more? Uh, well, did I, you side on this? Uh, I I'm not good with it. Are you kidding me? A curfew of, of all the things to suspend <laughs> someone for for not being there's, somewhere on saying time. I'm saying there's something else that we don't know about. Rules are rules. Maybe, but that's not what's being reported. Rules you know, are what's rules. Being reported is I, I showed up a little late. Did I make it to the game on time? Did I make it to practice on time? I'm pretty sure I well, did. Compared to what Kansas did, you know, they said there was an, an issue or an application, and then it comes out where all these guys with, with drugs and, and all this other. Yeah, but that, I'm going to voice my opinion based on the facts that are presented to me. I'm not into fake news like <laughs> like some. You know, I'm going to take what's given to me and I'll make my assumptions based on that. I love fake news. Let's move um, on to the next one. Please do. Uh, our next, you good with that? Marcus Page. Uh, you guys may know him as the basketball player that uh, from North Carolina that hit the game-winning shot before the game-winning shot at NRG Stadium, tweeted after the Super Bowl that the NRG Stadium is a emoji of garbage. Guy dropping a piece of trash into a trash can. Garbage, yeah. A little bit of superstition here, a little bit of call-out. Uh, Zach, since you, you good with this? Uh, <clears throat> as we all know uh, from our pro show, I'm quite the superstitious character. Uh, I'm all with Marcus Page here. I'm absolutely good with this. Uh, superstition, ghosts, faith—that's all real stuff. You can't you can't fake that stuff. It's it's just there. It exists. It happens. And in sports, it just makes it that much crazier. I think Marcus Page knows. He got the feeling when he was there in NRG Stadium. He just knew. Something spooky was up, and those ghosts came back. Super Bowl 51 took control of that game. I'm with it. I'm all with it. I'm not good with this. I'm not good with this at all. I I like the stadium. I enjoyed it. I went to – my first NFL game was a Texans game, believe it or not. As a diehard Cowboys fan, you know, you get the opportunity to go to a game for free, you go. Absolutely. You go. I like the stadium. It's a nice place. Uh, I mean – I never had a problem other than the fact that I can't stand Texans fans and how flip-flop they are. Sorry, Texans fans, even though there's only like two of you that probably listen. Because um, all we do is talk about the Texans. But the stadium's nice. I have no problem with it. I don't know what he's talking about. It's not, I mean, it's not the stadium's fault that they got beat. Stuff happens, right? They got booby traps, man. Shit happened, dude. He lost. Campbell. He lost, and now he's salty about it, and he's gonna go tweet. Who cares? Nobody cares about Marcus Page. Next. Hey, man. I, I feel like it's a it's a witch place. You, you gotta burn the witch. I'm good with it. Take it down. I'm you would be talking about witches. I'd be so, Salem, I'd be Massachusetts. So, burn it down. If I lost like that, I'd be so bitter. I would never step foot in there. Again. <laughs> well, I understand. I would never <laughs> step foot if I lost like that again. That's why he's bitter. He's bitter because he lost. Exactly. Yeah, I would never step foot in that. And, and Zach, I know why you're talking about you and your Boston Mass bullshit, and your Salem Mass witchcraft, burning of witches. I mean, where, I get it. Where they exist. Of course you believe in witches. Burn the witches. Um, I'm only good with it for, for two words. 
called the First Amendment. Say whatever you want on Twitter. <laughs> You'll pay for it later. Uh, hey, yes, our next, will. our next, you good with it? Coming back to college football. Uh, early enrollees are a thing. It's a way for uh, colleges to get yeah, their recruits in, so they don't have to babysit them the, the, the two and a half weeks for everyone trying to poach players. Uh, Spencer, let me ask you: Are you good with this? Of course I'm good with it. Yeah, it makes teams better. The guys get more time to prep with the team. They get to practice, and they're there for for spring training camp. And they're they're out there for the spring game as 17, 18-year-old. Some of them are 18. Um, they get more time playing against better athletes. So, yeah, I'm absolutely good with it. They finished their education in high school. They're already getting a college education. Why would I not be good with this? I don't know, Zach. What about you? Are you good with this? I'm absolutely good with it. Um, I'm all for kids taking care of business, being responsible young adults. Uh, these kids have all graduated high school early. They have accomplished what they needed to, uh, and they're now taking the next step in enrolling in college and getting the work in before before summer camp starts. So I love this. Uh, I love early enrollees. I think it gives them a jump on the season, and that's what makes college football fun. What about you, Joe? You good with this? I'm, I'm 100% good with this, and I think this is being pushed not from the schools but from the coaches. I think they want to get out there, get those free meals. I think it kids. starts. I think it starts I in think, high school. I think they yeah, know I that the faster they get done with high school, the faster they can get to college and become a better athletes. You know, I've heard stories where coaches are actually recruiting not even in high school, middle school. Middle school. Yeah. I mean, it starts that early. I mean, once they get a letter like that from a, a big time school, I mean, imagine how hard they so are. They're just a you guys, letter, even if they make it or not. I mean, so Ballard and, and Joey, you guys are both wrestlers in high school if you would have had the opportunity to graduate early and go to college and be in college under a wrestling scholarship you guys would have taken that well and, and this is why i say that i'm not good with this what you know it's this is all i'm good with this yeah if the, if, if the d1 school sent you a letter your freshman year said we want you to wrestle for us i would i would live eat and sleep and dream that school well, for me, I said I was going to hang up the shoes at the start of my senior year, regardless of who offered. But I'll tell you why I'm not good with this. It's because the spring senior semester of a high school kid is one of the best semesters of your life. You should have that semester to yeah. yourself. You, you're yeah. never going to be a kid ever again. That's, That's what you miss. You miss out on prom. You miss out on walking, graduation with all with are, all the these... friends, all the people that you went to high school with, grew up with, or middle school, elementary school, you're going to go to college, you're going to get to a good school, and this is just a way for college coaches to lock in their recruits so they don't have to work as hard the first, you know, the last two weeks of recruiting season. You know, paint it what you want, but, you know, they're, they're robbing the kids of being kids right before know. they become semi-professional <laughs> athletes. All right. I'm telling you right now, right. I'm not good with this. I Joe, hold on, hold on, hold on. was robbed from his, from his good time in high school and college. Did he enroll early? I'll, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm well, saying if he did enroll early, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. You, was was high school better than than college for you? In some ways, I got I gotta say, every one of these kids is going to their prom. Yeah, regardless <laughs> if they enroll earlier. That's what I'm saying. They're going to prom. They're going to be invited by their girlfriend. Yeah, these kids. They're there for two classes and football, football, football. Yes. That's, that's a semester. They don't, they don't oh, do math man. in class. They watch movies. Hey, freshman year? I mean, I lived with Zach my freshman year. We did some we did some stupid shit, and we had a lot of fun. 
I mean, and you guys weren't recruited. <laughs> we were not recruited, but freshman year is fun, man. You're you're growing up. You're trying to become an adult. You're living a new life in a new place. I mean, this is a time in these kids' lives. You can't be but taking that. You're going to get there in the summer. You're going to have fun. You should enjoy the time you have, and it's just a way for coaches to get their kids on campus early. So don't try. It's nothing other than that. Yeah, God forbid taking education away from uh, people trying to go to college. Um, all the guys who, and all, most of the guys who enroll early graduate early from college too. So don't put edu- don't try to put an education spin on this one. Just saying. Let's move on to another segment we really like. <laughs> this is a good segment. The Devil's Advocate. Yeah. Anyone have a quarter? I don't. Grab my coin. We can flip uh, something else. Uh, we'll flip this uh, this old here. Uh, are they different sizes? This sided? poster. Yes, they yeah. are. Nice. Yes, they are. Perfect. So, uh, our well, before we flip. Let's let's. Uh, would you want to break down the uh, the topic or the story we're going into? Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna talk um, about Joe Mixon not being invited to the combine, and somebody's got to play devil's advocate, Zach. You or me? Someone's got to do it. And I'm not. I really don't want to talk about let's, Joe Mixon. I got screwed last week. Let's see if you can do two in a row. So I'll be the Austinite Pills side. All right. You'll be the strange land brew side. All right. Should we do some side effects for the what it would be the coin? No, no, you can hear it. You can hear it. It's got to be able to hear it. Just be quiet. Oh, awesome eye pill side that. it is. Oh. Awesome eye pill side it is. So um, it looks like looks like I won this time. Yeah, you did. It's time for you to be devil's advocate, but I'm gonna talk first. Sounds good. I'll uh, I'll Wait. say that I'm absolutely okay with with Joe Mixon not being invited. You know, the NFL's had to deal with a lot of bad characters. You know, they got to deal with Greg Hardy throwing girls down on the uh, on his couch full of guns. And they got Ray Rice punching out his now wife in, in the middle of a uh, casino elevator. Um, you know, you hear these stories all the time, and I have no... I don't blame the NFL for not letting, them, letting him come. You know, there's video out there. He screwed up, and... I'm okay with him not going. He doesn't need to go. He can go do this pro day, and they'll be able to see him. Everybody knows what he's capable of. He's not gonna. He's going to drop in the draft because of what he did, not because he wasn't invited to the combine. Um, and the NFL is trying to change their image and, and get on the side of women's rights and all this domestic violence. And so I understand why they're not going to let him come. I understand. I have no problem with it at all. I think Joe Mixon is still a piece of shit. And Zach, be devil's advocate. Tell me why you think this is wrong that he didn't get invited. Well, here's the thing. And I'll I'll preface this with a a few things before I get really into it. And that's, A, it's never okay to hit a woman. Domestic violence is a terrible thing. And it's... It's a sad part of, of society, honestly. And, you got to start and, off that way with Devil's Advocate. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Um, <laughs> it's a tough segment, guys. Y'all don't understand. Secondly, I'm not going to feel for the NFL. I'm not going to feel for a multi-billion dollar industry sure. that realistically does not put money into programs to keep its employees healthy and safe for long periods of time. I got you. We're, we're talking about a profession that abuses people's bodies because we pay them to for the entertainment value for of their benefit for the NFL's it, it, benefit it's yeah. it's it's for both benefit i mean i get that but somebody's making out a little bit more than the <laughs> other and you can i can that. tell you 
with, without saying who it is. I think we all know. Yeah. Um, the problem I have with this is that Joe Mixon is not the only name on this non-invited list. Ishmael Zamora, the wide receiver of Baylor, was also not invited. Zamora was not invited and actually suspended the last three games of the season because yeah. of a Snapchat video that surfaced of him beating a dog, his dog, um, and he beat the shit out of and dog. got everything else handed down to him. Yeah. The problem I have with this in, in the NFL stance, because it's clearly just an imagery stand and they're just doing it for the face value of what I agree. it is, is that Joe Mixon's incident happened in 2014. He received his deferred sentence, his community service, his list of laundry list of things that he needed to accomplish from OU. He did all of those things. Came back 2016, had a phenomenal year. He did. Realistically... In my opinion, could have been the MVP of the what was it the Sugar Bowl that they were in, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, but had an amazing year, amazing performance in a bowl game, and I think deservedly is a part of this conversation of future NFL athletes. Mm-hmm. He took care of his his responsibilities and was held accountable, and has had zero instances since then. I think. For Mixon, he's earned a pass to the combine because he's earned away from his physical and athletic talent, and he's earned away through his off-the-field instances and taking care of that business. But the thing with Zamora is it's all fresh. It all just happened, so you don't know whether he's able to overcome these things or not. Joe Mixon has shown the capability to overcome and actually... Yeah, succeed through these things, and I hope to see Joe Mixon I agree. get in the NFL. Yeah. and I hope he that will. he uses that influence to better equal rights, nonviolence against women, domestic yeah. hotlines, whatever it is. I hope that he takes big strides in that. I but think I he, think it's a real shame that the NFL uses Joe Mixon as a scapegoat for a bigger issue here. Well, they're just trying to put out the image. I understand why they did it, but you're right. What Ishmael, what Ishmael Zamora did. But this is the devil's advocate. It's, I know. I know. But what Ishmael Zamora did was pretty bad. And I just think there's a difference between an incident that hasn't yet innocent, been evaluated yeah. and one that has been evaluated and the responsibilities and the consequences yeah. have been taken off. I feel you on that. You know what and, I'm saying? And, you know, people will say that, yeah, Joe Mixon was attacked and, and he retaliated. I mean, you can I, I say, don't. and you can say Joe Mixon's a piece of shit. I, I, I I'm not I gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna disagree, but I'm also not gonna throw a yeah. guy under the bus for one thing that we see about his life. Yeah, but you take a, you take a human being, and you compare that to an, a defenseless animal. The two guys, that, the two guys that were, not invited, are two very different very situations. Different people, yes. Two very different situations. Um, so I'm okay with. With both of them not being invited, I understand why Mixon wasn't, but I'm more okay with with Ishmael not being invited. So, and I'll say Zach, great devil's advocate. No, that was, that good. was a hard, it's really good. It's it's really hard. We'll We've had two pretty tough. Two, ones yeah, both back, times we've so. done it, man. It's really. Tough. I hope we can continue. This is a really good segment. I like it. Next I, I got a feeling we're gonna have good a good stuff. one next week too. So. Good stuff. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, should we yeah. move into a, a new segment? We're gonna try. Let's out? talk some new segment. A new segment. We're calling this, uh, let's break this down. Uh, we're going to take quotes that we found in sports media that have at least one number in them and just break it down. I think with a new segment, we gotta, we gotta start with, you, with oh, a new, new segment sound. What happened? New segment. 
Yeah. You were asking. <laughs> yeah. I lost my voice. I lost the sound, dude. Um, um, with a new segment, we should probably have a, a, a new... Newbie? With with our new host, new guest host here. He's got to start this off, right? Sure. Sure. Joe, are you familiar with uh, the story we're about to review? Uh, I hope so. Let me let me tease, <laughs> let me set it up for you real fast, and I want to get your insight right away. Uh, we had a reporter ask Ed Orgeron, head coach of LSU. Oh, coach. Uh, how are the uh, the in home visits with recruits going? And his immediate line was, "Oh, I eat nineteen gumbo one week." For those so, of you that didn't understand that... Ballard's uh, half-assed Louisiana accent or whatever he was trying to do, that was a good Cajun. I ate coach of. nineteen gumbos in one week. Um, let's break this down, Joe. Let's break it down. Out of those 19 gumbos, were all of them in Louisiana? I don't know any other place oh, that makes Louisiana. That's a good makes question. Gumbo. Someone but, just hey, trying to impress Is someone him. trying to impress them with their gumbo? Or is he going to their house? Or... You can get gumbo down in San Marcos. Did he recruit those that didn't make him gumbo? Did they sign? Did, did How the many ones... of these 19 gumbos did sign? Let's break this down. I'll give you some numbers to think about. So, on their recruiting watch list, according to Tiger Watch, TigerDroppings.com. Tiger Tiger Droppings. What a terrible website. That's a great website. We have Burn Orange Nation because Tiger Droppings would be the worst website. LSU's website is literally Tiger Shit. Guys, for those of you who didn't get the tiger dropping, that's tiger shit. So at tigershit.com, <laughs> uh, tr- the, the tr- recruiting tracker, they had 21 people from Louisiana, 21 players. They were recruiting out of high school. They had eight that committed from LS- or from Louisiana, okay. 13 that did not commit. Those numbers don't really add up. Must have been was- bad gumbo. Yeah. Maybe, maybe... And when he changed his mind and, were, and and took those away. He took those offers away, you know? So when you say they did not commit, was that their decision not to move forward with Coach O's offer? Or was that Coach O saying, I don't want you to commit to my school? No, they were offered, and they did not choose LSU. Did Coach O bring the gumbo? Was his gumbo not was, good was enough? Coach was Coach O's gumbo? Was Coach O's gumbo? the cauldron of gumbo to everyone's house? <laughs> hey, Metro Book Gumbo. Hey, I'm I wonder if he has like game day gumbo. he's got stars for all these recruits. I wonder if he threw stars to rate their gumbo in the recruit file. Ooh, that's a good question too. I mean, think about it. Think about it. Uh, Harbaugh is there one climbed a tree? Here? Harbaugh climbed a tree and like stayed at a at a recruit's <laughs> house, a kicker's house. He stayed at a kicker's house, a recruit that he was trying to get. You think Coach O is not going to bring some gumbo? He's like, come to LSU, we got the best gumbo. Maybe he's trying to impress the family and the recruit, you know? Here's the thing I want to know. Did he only eat one cup of gumbo at every house? Like, were there some gumbos that were better? So, oh, give me give me two gumbo. And there were some gumbos <laughs> in some places where they didn't get gumbo at all. How big was this cup? How big were the cups? Was it a bowl? Was it a cup? Was it a... I, I don't know. I, I need more information about the did gumbo. He, did he just eat the entire bowl himself? I don't know. Yeah, I got to think, if you're going to offer up this kind of information, you got to provide a little more detail. I think he left us in the dark a little bit. I think he did a good job of doing it, too. I mean... Is there uh, a type of gumbo he likes and doesn't Is he a seafood gumbo? Is he a sausage gumbo? I mean, I'm a big fan of the good good seafood gumbo and a little bit of crawfish and shrimp. And here's the thing. This is not the only soup of Louisiana. You got... Well, you got... Um, jambalaya. You got jambalaya. That, but that's a, that's a staple. It's a mix of it's a lot a of shit. And there's it's another one, uh, an etouffee. 
I gotta mean, go to Etouffee. Are are the best recruits not serving this? Is is that like the the difference between a four star and a, and a two star? That you feature mm. kid gumbo all fucking day and they just end up with <laughs> you know being the the monster they are. Maybe he only gives the good recruits. Is that the difference the, between like Midwestern like corn fed good football players gives, versus like the South like gumbo fed? Maybe like, is that the difference? Maybe and maybe he gives the good recruits that he likes. The etouffee and, and the really good gumbo, and he gives the ones that he's like, eh, you can come if you want. Here's some jambalaya that I just threw a bunch of crap into. And I know hope we you have like to it. speculate because his quote is so vague, but I it's gotta assume I'm, I'm gonna go on a limb and say that he is being fed the gumbo. So he's, tr- I'm, I'm assuming he's tried at least 19 different gumbos. I would unless so. there were some places where he had more than one bowl. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't add up because there's 21 players. Someone didn't serve him gumbo. That's true. But he still got offered. So it can't, maybe be, he, it can't mean that much to Coach O. Maybe, maybe he went from one recruit to the next and he was already full from the three bowls he ate from the one before. That makes sense you know? Too. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot. Yeah, to maybe say. he was still riding high on that, that pre gumbo. Just carried over into an offer to the next recruit. Joe, you said you had gumbo tonight. Was it good? Uh, for lunch, it was fantastic. Probably not as good as uh, the 19 bowls that Ed, or- Ed Orgeron had. No, we don't know who was bowls. I almost or, downloaded or Twitter to tweet them. Just gumbos. Just gumbos. Um, I gotta think that's just a Louisiana-style so, size. That was, that was our new segment. I like that. Let's break this I down. really like Let's Break It Down. That was a fun segment. Because you can go any direction. I mean, we're you gonna, can literally go on any tangent. So go ahead and get, get chat on the line here. More questions than we did have a lot of with. questions. <laughs> we didn't really break a whole lot down. I think we created more work. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it in the was. End, but... Can we can we get him on our podcast? Let's, let's Coach call him. We'll, we'll try. <laughs> I got a guy who knows a guy who killed a guy. We'll we'll talk to Coach. I think Ed. if we tell him we just want to talk about the gumbo, I think he'd be down. <laughs> we could literally give, just give him a nice little break. We though. we literally don't want to talk college football. We just want to talk the gumbo. Yeah, exactly. We gotta know. Break this down. All right, I, I would love to talk gumbo all day, uh, but we got our our college football analyst on the line. College basketball. Uh, college basketball. Sorry, uh, Chad. What's going on? Chad, you there? Hey guys, you guys are cutting out on me. If you can hear me. Oh, we can hear you, bud. We're we're loud and clear. Okay, are you guys there? Oh, we're here. Can we you hear us? Here. All right, well, I'll, I'll yell, I'll scream into the microphone and just kill the podcast. How about that? Okay, that works perfect. Okay, <laughs> good. Good stuff. Yeah, we don't really care about killing the podcast. We do it every single week on our own. Um, we got some Week 11 power rankings here. Um, we're going to go into that real quick. Uh, you good with Kansas being number one? Oh, absolutely. I think Kansas is the outright favorite, in my opinion, to win it all this year. Um the reason I think that is just because they close out close games so well. And the old man, Frank Mason, averaging 20 points <laughs> a game, um, in my mind, is the best player right now in college basketball just because of his poise and the way he just leads his team down the stretch. So I'm okay. I'm definitely okay with Kansas being number one on that list. Well, and they, and they, looked, they looked sluggish to start the game last night against K-State and... Sorry, was that last night? Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was last night. They looked sluggish last night to start the game, um, the overtime game that they dealt with. And then, um, you know, 
Bragg's coming back, and of course he's going to be ready to go. And he looked good. I mean, I I think he had two straight huge slams in a row. Um, it, it was you could tell that he was energized, and that, I felt like that kind of changed the momentum last night in the K State game, and, and helped them kind of get over the the short week and and the uh, the overtime game that they had. No, absolutely, and, and like you said, they came out real sluggish, and um, just the way they stayed poised and actually gritted out a tough game where they weren't really playing all that well is why I think Kansas is the front runner to win it all this year. Um, you know, you get into the tournament, you have a bad game, you're done. And Kansas has shown time and time again this year that they can have a bad game and still keep it close and pull it out at the end. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you 100%. Um... And that's what makes championship teams what they are. Um, got Villanova 2, Gonzaga 3. Gonzaga's still undefeated. Um, Baylor's at 4 in our power rankings. Uh, you know, they, they lost a game this week as well. Um, this, I mean, Kansas and, and Baylor both lost on the same day as well as Arizona. So there was kind of a bit of a shakeup. So it's, yeah. And so it's a bit of a, a weird deal to see three of those teams that lost on the same day still in the power rankings in the top five. Uh, Baylor's four, Arizona's five. Um, do you agree with, with those two teams where they're at? I think Arizona should drop a little bit more just because of the fashion they got beat. I mean, they didn't just get beat, they got shellacked. Oh, yeah. To say the least. So, um, to leave them at five is a, a little bit... Uh, too positive on my part. I, I would have dropped them definitely, you know, at least to number 10. Um, but Baylor, I think, is one of those teams that, you know, they've played so well all year that they're going to have that, you know, one game here and there to where they, they drop it um, because they do play so fast. Um, it makes sense that they might get a little bit tired for a game. Uh, so I'm okay with them staying at four. Uh, you know, if if Villanova loses another one, Baylor should pass them easily. All right, so Kentucky lost four in a row. Zach, you had a question for Chad about Kentucky? Yeah, Chad, uh, <clears throat> coming up in the power rankings, we got Louisville at six, UCLA is at seven, uh, and then the Wildcats coming in at eight. After losing those four in a row, man, what what can you tell us about Kentucky? Uh, yeah, they've... Uh... I, I will say this, they, they, they did have Kansas in there as one of their losses. So, um, if you guys watched that game, it was back-to-back the whole time. It was a good game. I think it was either, you know, it, it was a great game. It could have went either way. I think that the senior-ridden Kansas team pulled it out uh, just because of leadership, and they've been in that situation before. If they played again, I think that if they played ten times, they split five and five. Okay. I mean, that's how close I think these teams are when it comes to Kentucky and Kansas. Uh, they're, they're young, and losing one, it took them a while to figure out how to actually get back onto the winning track. You know, um, I think they've lost th- three of their last five. Um, well, I'm saying three of their last five. Four. Yeah, so I was... LSU tonight. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they lost three of their last four, uh, beating Georgia in overtime and just beat LSU here tonight. Well, they lost four right. out of five. Yeah, they lost four games. 
if I'm not no, mistaken. They lost to Tennessee, no, they lost then three, Kansas. Three, three out of five. Yeah, beat Georgia okay. and then lost Tennessee, to Florida. Tennessee, Kansas, and Florida. Okay. They lost to Tennessee, Kansas, and Florida. And granted, Florida was ranked at the time, um, you know, not, not a sleaze of a team. I think Kentucky, their, their biggest problem is their youth. And they're just trying to figure out, you know, how to all play together sometimes. And when they're going through slumps, it's very easy for young guys to point fingers. Um, they'll get back on track, though. Uh, with the win tonight, it sets them up, you know, for a good run, uh, you know, to run the table, I think. Uh, they got to play Florida again, so they're going to have a little bit of redemption status in there. Oh, yeah. So, um, they point. should be fine. Yeah, so rounding out our top ten, we got Florida State and Oregon. And, and really, Oregon's the, the big one that, that I want to talk about. Um, with that win against Arizona and the way they did it, I mean, it seemed like when I every time I turned it on and, and, and paid attention, it was a wide-open three-pointer that somebody was knocking down for Oregon or a transition alley-oop dunk. I mean, it was embarrassing for, for Arizona, and Oregon looked really, really good again all of a sudden. They've only lost three games. Um, I mean, I think Florida State and Oregon can make a deep run into uh, March Madness. Do uh, you have anything on either one of those teams real quick? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think Oregon is playing the best out of anyone in the country over the you know the last half of, of the college basketball season. If you look at Oregon's losses this year, they started out the season 2-2. Two and two. So yeah. for them to have the record that they have, they've lost one game since starting the season two and two. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and they have, I mean, granted they haven't played the best of competitions, but, um, you know, they beat UCLA, uh, they beat USC when they were ranked, you know, one of their losses, their recent losses would be Colorado. Um, you know, Colorado is, if not dead last, almost last in the Pac-12. Yeah, they're so, not great. Um, it was just a slip-up on their part. You know, they'll get it all corrected. Those things happen. Um, that's the one thing I love about basketball is you can have one game and it doesn't define your season. Uh, Zach's got one more question for yeah, you, Yeah, one more thing before we, let, uh, before we get into our first impressions, Chad. Uh, i got to ask, you know, with, with Texas basketball kind of where it's at right now, uh, they're up 13-3 to on Iowa State right now. How do you kind of see this game playing out tonight? Well, they're not going to stay at 13 to 3 for long. Iowa State has been playing phenomenal basketball over the last few weeks. Um, you know, uh, knocking off Kansas, uh, they, they've looked they've looked good. They've looked really good. So, um, you know, the point guard for Iowa State, Morris, I think has been kind of overshadowed by Frank Mason so far in the Big 12. Um, you know, as most phenomenal are. guard can shoot the three, uh, can drive and penetrate. It looks good. Uh, Texas, well, as much as I love Texas guys, they <laughs> are awful. Yeah, um, it, 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 it's tough for me to watch sometimes. Um, I do watch, but it's tough for me to watch sometimes. And I just think they're really poorly coached. And I love Shaka Smart to death. I love what he's done his career, but this team is not well coached. When you look at the reason that Texas has been losing so much is that they are getting out rebounded and they're not taking as many shots as their opponent. So that means they're turning the ball over a lot as well. Yeah. That's not a recipe to win. I agree. I agree. Um, Um, So 
we're going to get into our our picks this week, Uncle Max picks, our picks, and uh, our first impressions. Um, so basically what we're going to do here, Chad, is just go very, very short answers, if not just a one-word, one-team pick and move on. And um, so we'll, Val is going to read off the games here for you and for the rest of us. You take your pick. Uh, I'll start the first one off with uh, North Carolina at Duke on the uh, – Good old Tobacco Road rivalry. Who you got, Chad? I got North Carolina winning at Duke in Coach K's return to action. Okay. Zach, what you got? Uh, I got to agree. Duke looks pretty bad. Coach K or no Coach K, North Carolina's on a roll. I'm going with the uh, the old Michael Jordans. <laughs> they are sponsored by Jordan. I'm going to take North Carolina. Um, Chad, I also do want to say that uh, – Hey, wait. I wasn't ready. Say it again. Zay, give your picks again, sorry. <laughs> We're all North Carolina. Everybody's, everybody's North Carolina so far. Right, um, give, me, give me Duke then. Okay, Ballard's taking Duke. Um, Chad, we do have a guest host in studio tonight. Uh, say what's up to our boy Joey. What's up, Joe? Oh, oh, oh. What's going on, buddy? Joe, how are you doing, good sir? I'm doing well. Happy to be a part of the podcast tonight. Joey, who you got in this game? North Carolina or Duke on, on Old Tobacco Road? North Carolina, that's easy. Okay. So we got one Duke one Dukey over there. The old the old home voter over there. Wait, wait, Duke. are they are they are they back in locker rooms? I haven't heard. I don't know if that indefinite uh, suspension <laughs> has been uh released yet or not. I'm not sure. Not sure if they're allowed makes back it in feel the locker like a room. Road game. <laughs> yeah. Um so Ballad, if you wanna <laughs> speak into the phone so Chad can hear you, just uh, tell us what the next game is. Yeah, we got Oregon going over to UCLA. What do you think about that, Chad? What's your first impression? All right. Zach, what's your first impression? Uh, I'm a Lonzo Ball fan, man. I like the Bruins. Uh, the fact that they're at home always helps in college basketball. I'm going UCLA. Uh, Spencer, what's your first impression on this game? Well, last time I picked UCLA because they were at home was against Arizona. And um, I saw the way Oregon embarrassed Arizona. So, obviously, I'm taking Oregon on the road because I don't trust UCLA at home. I, last time I tried it, didn't work. Joe, what do you got? Oregon at, at UCLA. What's your first impression? UCLA. I'm going to side with Chad and go UCLA. Hands up. I'll take Oregon in this game, too. If they're good enough to beat Arizona, I think they're be- good enough to beat UCLA. You're damn right. Hey, rolling to our next game, we got Villanova traveling to Xavier. Uh, Chad, what is your first impression? My first impression is that Villanova is going to win by at least 12. Mm, I'm marking that down. Villanova plus 12. Minus 12. Zach, what you got? Um, Man, this is – I think this is going to be a lot closer game than Chad thinks. Uh, Xavier at home, they've been a little bit better. I'm going with Upset City, baby. Xavier. Okay. Well, you, Spencer, what's your first impression? Uh, You know, we don't we – don't, do point spreads here in our in our college basketball segment. Um, it's just a straight pick. If I'm gonna take a straight pick. I like Villanova um, pulling this one out, but I do think I think you're right, Zach. I think Xavier uh, makes this close, especially in in Cincinnati. I think they're gonna gonna make it exciting. What about you, Joe? What's your first impression? Villanova, Xavier. Oh, Villanova, easy. All right, not, I, even, not even again. I love Xavier at home. I, I want to take the home dogs here. 
Uh, rolling into the next one, Chad, we got Florida State taking on Notre Dame in Indiana. Tell me, what's your first impression? Uh, well, uh, Notre Dame has lost four of their last five, so it's hard for me to even put your money on Notre Dame to win. I'm going to go Florida State. Smart man. Zach, what's your first impression? Yeah, we, we called this game last time at Florida State with the line. Uh, Florida State took care of business. Um, Notre Dame has been struggling as of late. I'm with Chad on this one. I got all Florida State. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you guys. I, uh, you know, Florida, I mean, Notre Dame's struggling, and Florida State's one of those teams that I, I do think is going to make a run. I got Florida State. Florida State. Hey, I'd love to back my Florida State Seminoles. I got futures on them, but I think Notre Dame ba- uh, bounces back at home. This game is going to mean a lot to them. Uh, give me the home dogs again. Uh, next game, we have Gonzaga traveling to St. Mary's. Uh, Zach, or I'm sorry, Chad, what's your first impression? My first impression is that Gonzaga has been undefeated for a reason. Yep. But this is the game St. Mary's knocks them off and going with the upset. Whoa. Hey. Whoa. Love it. Heard it here first. Zach, what's your first impression? Hey, that's a fresh take. I like it. Uh, I mean, I beat him to it. But I got to say, I'm going to disagree with Chad on this one. Gonzaga looks good. Not betting against the undefeateds. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to bet against an undefeated Gonzaga team. Um, I know Ballard's going to take St. Mary's as well because he's a homer for home teams. So I'll let you take St. Mary's. I'm going to go with Gonzaga. Joe, what's your first impression? Gonzaga. Hey, you know what? I love home teams, but I love money too. And if I put money on it, I'll take the Gonzaga. He's Let's breaking go. the streak. He didn't hey. know what they were called, even though they are called the Zags. The Bulldogs. Zags. The Bulldogs. Zags. Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Bulldogs, but they're called the Zags. The Zags. That's fake news. All right. right. Let's see. We got Cincinnati. Come on. Hey, Chad, we got Cincinnati uh, traveling to Fort Worth to play SMU. Uh, Chad, what's your first impression on that? It's actually Dallas. That's my first impression. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Cincinnati wins on the road. Ooh, that's a shame. Yeah, I I like what SMU has put on the court this year. I mean, they've actually played some really good basketball. Uh, However, I don't think it's enough even having home court advantage on this one. I got Cincinnati as well. I'm going to go home team. I'm going to go Larry Brown. Like him out there. Glad he's uh, doing the college thing again. I'm going SMU. With you. SMU all the way. Home talk. I can walk across the street. Go watch the game. You know what? I think uh, I'm going to go with SMU as well. I, I like uh, I like a home a homer here uh, against Cincinnati. Going Dallas and area. I'm willing I'm willing to put a little wager on the game if anyone wants to put ten bucks on it. Whoa! What do you? What, what I know a guy who likes to bet a lot. His name is Uncle Mac. He's, uh, he's also Joseph Andrews. Maybe uh, maybe <laughs> you and me and Uncle Mac will talk after the game. Hey, our last uh, ranked game of the week, we got West Virginia. Traveling to Kansas in the fog. Uh, Chad, what's your first impression? Well, my first impression is that Kansas plays great at home. Uh, granted, they did just lose at home week and win streak, um, and they're going to double it. West Virginia is going to beat them at home. Woo! Uh, Zach, you got a first impression on this game? That's a bold call. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Bill Self. Frank Mason's like 40 years old. Uh, he's the anchor of Kansas basketball. I, I like Kansas too much in this game. I'm going with Jayhawks. 
Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with with Zach on this. I think uh, they got enough time to rest from from now until that game, and I think Kansas takes care of business at the Fog. Joey, West Virginia. Ooh, okay. You know what? I uh, I, I wish I could say the Kansas are gonna live two at home, lose two at home, but I think they're gonna be pumped up to get that streak going again. I'm taking Kansas in this one. Hey, here we go with the games I didn't tell you all about. Rapid Fire, Chad, Purdue, Indiana. What's your first impression? It's a good game. Oh, my first impression is that I like them both um, for various reasons, even though they both haven't had as great of a year as I think they think they should have. Uh, I'm going to take Purdue. Uh, I thought Indiana was a little overhyped at the beginning of the year. They kind of stumbled out of the gate, but I like Indiana's chemistry. I like their makeup. I'm going with Indiana on this one. Yeah, I'm just going to go one word answer, Indiana. Indiana. Taking Purdue in this one. Next game we got up a Big 12 matchup, Kansas State at West Virginia. Chad, what's your first impression? West Virginia. Zach. Uh, I like the K-State upset, uh, or the close game that they gave Kansas. Um, I'm going to go K-State in this one. I like the way K-State plays. I'll go, I'll go K-State. Joe? Hey, give me Press Virginia in this one at home. We got Miami traveling over to Louisville. Uh, Chad, what's your first impression? Uh, torn between this one. Louisville doesn't look as good as I think everyone thinks they do. Um, but I think they're better than Miami, so I'm going to take Louisville. Zach, got a first impression on this one? Yeah, I'm not a fan of uh, Patino's tactics. I'm going with Miami. I'm going to go Miami, too, even though I'm okay with what Patino did. <laughs> yeah, I love that pick. You know, a reputable school like Miami yeah. that never breaks rules. Never. They, never, <laughs> they didn't do anything wrong. Joe, you got you to gotta lean on uh, Miami and Louisville? Miami. I'll take Louisville on that one. Give me the free money there. We got Ohio State traveling up to Maryland. Uh, Chad, what's your first impression? Maryland, hands down. What about you, Zach? What is your first impression? Hands down. I gotta go hands up. Then I'm going to Ohio State. Whoa. I'm going. I'm going Maryland. I'm going Maryland. I will take Maryland as well. Mm. All right, let's head over to the West Coast. We got Cal taking on one of my futures, Arizona. Chad, tell me what's your first impression? Oh, uh, Arizona's gonna bounce back. They're gonna win this game. Yeah, I like Arizona a lot after getting to see him some. I'm going with Arizona. Yeah, I like Arizona too. I think they're good. Really, really solid team. Joe, what's your first impression? Arizona. Yeah, we agree on this one. I'm going to bet against my future. Okay, we got Oregon State staying on the West Coast, traveling over to UCLA. Uh, Chad, what's your first impression? Bonzo Ball scores 25 and has six assists in the win. Oh, okay. UCLA. Going UCLA. I mean, when you got multiple RGWs in your lineup, you got to trust it. I'm going UCLA. Chad, I don't know if you listened to our entire show, but RGW means really good white guy. Um, oh, great. Yeah. Um, like there, there's too many to keep up with, so we came up with an acronym. <laughs> <laughs> this was, what, Oregon, Arizona? Or Oregon State, UCLA. Oregon State, UCLA. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I'm going UCLA. I think I think Chad's correct. 
Joe, you gotta uh, pick on UCLA. UCLA. Yeah, I like UCLA at home, uh, no doubt. Okay, so a little in-state rivalry, uh, heading back to the East Coast, Virginia at Virginia Tech. Chad, what's your first impression? Ooh, I'm going to have to go with Virginia Tech on that one. Ooh. Uh, Zach, what do you think? What's your first impression? Uh, I'm going with Virginia. They've been really consistent all year. Yeah, I watched Virginia against... Louisville and and they look pretty good. I'm I'm going Virginia. I'm side with Chad. Virginia Tech. Oh, Tech, really? All right, I'll take Virginia in this game on the road. They ain't got to travel that far. Hey, Louisville, Small going thing. to play Syracuse, one of Zach's dogs. Uh, Chad, what's your first impression? Uh, this is a tough one. Tough for me. I'm gonna take Syracuse. Uh, I'm actually going to agree with Chad on a few times, actually, this segment. Um, again, I don't like what Patino's doing. I think he's got it all wrong here. Uh, <laughs> the, the Orange are playing well. They still got some work to do to get in the tournament. Go Qs. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, your, your Uncle Tommy Ballad, he he asked, do the, do the two big wins that they've had get them into the tournament? I think they do. I think those two wins alone get them in. Um, but I think... Uh, they keep it rolling. I think they're a solid team. They're they're good at beating really good teams. I'm taking I'm taking the cues. Joe, what's your first impression? Uh, side with you. You yeah. side with everyone. On side with everybody. <laughs> and you know, I, I I would love to take the orange here, but if everyone else is taking the orange, I'll take Louisville on this one, baby. You just can't do it. Hey, our fir- our last uh, first impression. Coming back to the Big 12, we got Baylor taking on Texas Tech. Uh, Chad, what's your first impression? Is it the at game Tech? It's in Lubbock. God, I hate Texas Tech. Oh, it's in Lubbock? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, Baylor went by Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, what's your lean on this one? Um, I think Texas Tech has played some good basketball. I think they can keep this close for about a half, but I think that's about all it is. Uh, I got Baylor in this one big. I won't say I won't say Baylor big, but I think they I think they do enough to win by by big. I'm saying more than twelve. I'd say ten. I'll take Baylor, Joe. Uh, Baylor. You know what? I'm gonna take Baylor too. <laughs> I, I wish I wish I didn't have to, but I feel like I have to. I thought we were gonna get a good uh, good fake out. Um, so Chad, I know we're about to let you go. We're gonna get you back on for the call, the pro show in a minute, though. Yeah, we will. We'll be talking to you again. A couple days. Couple uh, days. A couple days <laughs> uh, when our pro show comes out. Um, but before we go, before we go, we're about to go into our Dickie V weekly awards. Can you give me your best Dickie V impersonation? Man, I couldn't even attempt it, man. Come on, man! You gotta do it for the show. Come on, just one good attempt. How about? That's that's not that that's not bad, dude. That's better than uh, that's better than I can do. That's a lot better than Ballard can do. So better than most. Um, So I do want to say thank you so much for stopping by and giving us uh, some good insight on some college basketball. We're gonna start doing this on a weekly basis because we have nothing else to talk about on the show anymore. So thank you so much, buddy. We do appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. All right.
Anytime. Have a good one, guys. Yes, sir. Take care, Chad. Love having Chad on. Yeah, that was good, man. I I enjoyed that a lot. And, uh, you know, trying to transition over to the the Dickie V Awards, and I thought Chad was pretty good, man. Chad was pretty good Dickie V. I thought he was great. I think he gave it his best effort. Pretty good Dickie V. And uh, And that's good enough for ribbons these days. You know, he had to do it right (laughs) on the spot, and um, it's time for, for Joe to do his best Dickie V impersonation, Player of the Week. Up and down the court, these boys can play some ball. <laughs> uh, I don't know what that was, Joe. Some Dicky V. That was that was poor. That was a poor effort. I have no idea what you just said. Um, this is our nightcap, by the way, sponsored by Strange Man Brewery. You ended me on that nightcap. Yeah, yeah. I think we're <laughs> okay. just gonna cut you out. I, I think that was poor enough. If only we did editing. <laughs> You know, we're not going to edit you out because it was that bad. Um, sponsored by Strangeland Brewery, this is our nightcap. A beer for indication. That was horrible, dude. You didn't even give it any effort. Come on, man. <sighs> Who are you talking to? You. You can't, talk, you can't talk to Dickie V like that. That's yeah, it. Yeah, it's rude. It's, it's I don't know what that was. That wasn't. I thought he was like doing a nationwide commercial. Let's hear, let's we can't hear, have Dickie V on here every week and you just insult him all the time. It's, so it's just not going to be good. That is so rude. Oh, well, I'm the worst at it. I if I know what's worse than me. Okay, guys. I don't know that you. Ask me who the player of the week was. Dickie V. Since we're getting into your awards here in our nightcap, tell us who's the player of the week. The player of the week, baby, Jacoby Wiley, Eastern Washington. He's a PT peer, baby. Average 41.5 points per game, 14.5 rebounds per game. And he hit 32 32 of 46 field goals in two wins. He's a PT peer, primetime player, baby. That's pretty good, Diggy V. That's better than than most. Hey, uh, Diggy V, um... Who's the team of the week? Hey, my team of the week! It's from the SEC, the Florida Gators! They blew out Kentucky, a ranked team. They weren't supposed to win that one. Can you say it with me? That's Upset City, baby! Upset City, baby! Uh, hey, Dickie V. Uh, who is the coach of the week? Hey, baby, listen up! We got Jim Behind of the Syracuse Orange! He's doing a tremendous job up there in New York. He earned his 1,000th win on the court, baby. Beating Virginia. His second big win of the year, baby. Dickie V, that was extremely animated. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was a pleasure. Uh, Dickie V, who's our shock of the week? Hey, the shock of the week. It's Iowa State over Kansas. Can you believe it? On the road, the Cyclones. And a 51-game winning streak at Fog Allen. Can you say it with me again? That's Upset City, baby! Upset City, baby! Hey, uh, Dickie V. Oh, well, we got you here. Can you give us the diaper dandy of the week? My diaper dandy of the week, baby, is TJ Leaf, UCLA. Average 26 points per game, 12 rebounds per game, hitting 21 of 31, and a pair of wins... He's a PTP and the diaper dandy of the week, baby! Oh, man. That was, that was great, Dickie V. TJ Leaf is also one of those RGWs, UCLA. Just he is. He's a good. He's a solid RGW. It's hard to get Dickie V on the 
I hear every week. Man, he's we, a busy we guy. We do a lot to get him here, and, and he he performed this week. I thought he did well. I think he stayed away from the Strangelands more than normal. Yeah, he, he stayed away from the sauce. Wasn't hitting as hard. He didn't go Brett Musburger in, <laughs> in respect for Brett Musburger. Um, he did good this week. Better than most. He was good. Better than most. Um, you guys got anything else for the show? No? Uh, we do. Exactly. Oh, we yeah, did. We do. Yeah, so uh, we didn't get to it because we were so excited about our college show this Ready week. Ready to talk how we bad had, Texas basketball was. It was a pleasure to have Joey on here as a guest. Uh, we yeah, had Chad always. on this week, so we, yeah. had a, we had a full plate. But uh, as we all know, I coached the uh, Texas State Ultimate Frisbee team. Um and we went up to Denton, Texas, uh, to play in Big D, Little D, hosted Been there by UNT. Been there before. Um, it was a great weekend. Uh, we got a lot of frisbee in, a lot of good weather, uh, and we ended up taking For once. We ended up taking fourth in the tournament. Yeah, so man. Was a huge overachievement coming in, seated fifteenth. Uh, we got a big upset win over uh, Oklahoma in the quarterfinals. So it was a great weekend. Wait, what time is it right now? It is eight thirty-seven p.m. Oh yeah. And oh, oh you, you still, still sucks. Suck. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, good for you guys, man. Like uh, we, normally when we go up to um, when we went up to play that tournament when you and I were playing, it was always like twenty two degrees yeah. and like thirty mile an hour winds, Sub freezing. Yeah, no, it's miserable, miserable. Yeah. Um, so good weather and uh, good good frizzy playing. Good good discing. Didn't you say you guys uh, made a professional frizzy player cry? Uh, we had a great game. Um, tensions got high, feelings were going. It's all understandable, but uh, some emotions got lost in the game, and I'll take that any time. It's a huge upset for us. It's a big win for our program. So uh, uh, it, was a, it was a great weekend. Man. I couldn't, I couldn't let you leave that one. Yeah. I had to talk about making a professional. Player and I, I, I don't want to take Jazz, man. I mean, it, I know, I know. He's but a great player. He's not gonna listen to the show. Of, I have a lot know. of respect for Kyle. We can send it to him. Yeah, we could. We could <laughs> send a clip. I have a lot of respect for Kyle. He's a very good player. He led the league. Zach, who do you have a lot of respect for? I have a lot of respect for him, and he is a tremendous professional athlete as well as a a good college athlete. Guys, yeah, but he Uh, cried, and there's no crying in Frisbee. I will leave it out of this. Uh, I've seen plenty of crying in Frisbee. It happens. I cried my last game of Frisbee. I did. I cried the last. Oh, (laughs) fuck. That's perfect. That's a good way to end it, guys. Uh, I do want to thank our, our guest host. Joey Andrews, pleasure being on. Thank, Thank you, you so much for coming, man. Appreciate you stick around with the pro show. I uh, I am. He's not going anywhere. He's not going. We got anywhere. a lot to talk about. Our producer pressing the uh, mad buttons over there. What are you doing here? <laughs> and my co-host Zach Shannon, as always, always the, the talent of the show. Always, always a pleasure. It's always good to have chat on as well. His voice is going to be worse by the end of the show, by the way. Hopefully I lose it again once we get done with the pro show. Yeah, no, you're going to lose it. Um, and I do want to thank our, our college basketball analyst, Chad Goodall. Thank you so much for coming on, letting us know what's happening, because obviously we only watch football this weekend. <laughs> um, please listen to the pro show. Check us out on SoundCloud. Check us out on iTunes. I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. We are out! Peace! This party is officially over. <laughs>